Welcome to the Creativity and Soul podcast. My name is Jade and I'm an art therapist, healer, and creative coach. My job is to help women heal and expand into a life that is creative, authentic, and fully embodied. In this space, we explore the powerful intersections between art and psychology, creativity and mental health, and between our humanness and the soul. You ready? Let's dive right in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am very happy to be back doing a in-depth podcast podcast episode with you guys. I know I've been posting a lot of Instagram lives because I've been doing a lot of lives on there and it's been really fun and potent. So I wanted to share those with you guys who only listen to my podcast. But today we are back with a sit down episode and we are talking about something really big today, as you can probably tell by the title. We are talking about how you can nurture spiritual connection. And this is a question that was um, asked by someone in my community. So recently, I posted a, uh, like, like a request box for people to send in any questions that they might have, um, anything that they want me to answer, to chat on, to converse on. And um, this was one of them. So... This is a very big topic and we are going to go really deep into it. And what I want to say is that I know that not everyone who listens to this podcast is going to is going to be spiritual um, and is going to believe in this stuff, quote unquote. But, you know, if you are listening to this at this point, I feel that you probably, you know, there's something that is drawing you to this and I want you to really just open your mind and open your eyes to what what I'm going to share because I think that there are a lot of misconceptions around what spirituality is and um, these misconceptions are completely normal I think you know they were they are misconceptions that I've had in the past before I came into into all of this stuff and I really want to just encourage you to open your mind and your heart to what I'm going to share because I think that some of it will surprise you and I think that some of it will be different from what you've thought. Um, So yeah, without further ado, let's begin. Okay, so I guess to preface first, I actually will also say that um, the question that one of of, um, the beautiful souls in my community The question that she posed was actually how to cultivate spiritual faith. And I've switched the question around a little bit to something. I'll explain it a little bit more as to why I did that. But I wanted to just um, kind of preface with that. Um, Okay, yeah, let's begin. So let's talk about what spirituality is first to me and how I define it. Um, So spirituality, I believe is the belief in a consciousness or a presence that is greater than oneself. It is the belief in the soul and in the parts of us and each other that we cannot see. And spirituality is also the belief that we are not simply just matter, that we are not simply just material. Okay. And... First misconception that I'm going to debunk before I 
really get into like the how is that spirituality is really not the same as religion. Um, and it's definitely very different from institutionalized, established religion. Um, and that's not to say anything about, you know, institutionalized religion, but I just want to differentiate that. Okay, so spirituality is the belief in in something bigger, in a consciousness that is bigger than us. This belief that there is non-matter that is connecting all of us across the universe. It's believe in something. It's the belief in something greater. And religion, of course, across different cultures, different religions, all stem from that belief. Right? All stem from that belief in a deity or or a god or a being, a consciousness that is bigger than us. Um, but when I talk about spirituality here, I want to make it really clear that I am not talking about any specific religion. The way I practice spirituality and I understand it is from a broader, I would say a broader perspective. And everyone, of course, practices spirituality differently. And I want to just really clearly say that this is my point of view on it. And that's not to impose my point of view onto you. Um, onto what you believe, but is to just share my point of view. And, you know, this is my own, you know, this, all of this knowledge and my perspectives come from my own, my own experience with my own spiritual awakening and, and with the practices that I have, right? And you can pull from it what you want and leave what doesn't resonate, right? So use your discernment here. Um, yeah, just want to make that clear. So, All right, let's talk about spiritual connection. So the way I see and understand spiritual connection is that we are all, as humans, innately spiritual. And frankly, not even just as humans. I believe that all animate beings are innately spiritual. Because there is a part of us, I believe, our soul, our consciousness, that essence of us, it cannot be defined by matter. There is something within us, all of us, that is energetically soulful. And it's, it's just, it's, it's that non-matter piece, okay? And that consciousness, right, to that piece, that presence, and that connection that we have to something greater lives within us first and foremost. And yeah, so... We are spiritual beings just by essence, just by essence, by by the fact that we are made of the same stuff, the same dust, the same particles, the same energy, because energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Energy, energy, which is everything, everything is made of energy. You know, I talk about this so much. Everything is made of energy and energy is constantly just being regenerated in the universe across planets, in nature, across our bodies, death, life, rebirth, all of it. It's just constantly being regenerated. And that spirit, the spirit and energy connects us all and everything together, the animate and the inanimate, us as humans, the planets, the sky, water, soil, all of it. And, you know, we are innately connected to the things that we can see, that we can touch and we can feel, obviously, like my table, my phone right here. 
but we are also connected to the things that we cannot see with our physical eyes. And I believe that, you know, who is to say that we can only connect with the things that we can see and that we can logically analyze and and feel with our hands, let's say. We are connected to so much more. We are connected to, to everything if you allow yourself to be connected. Right? And to me, spiritual connection, and if you even want to say, you know, spiritual faith, is therefore really just about coming back into ourselves and who we are. Because if we are made of the same stuff as what is greater than us, as what we cannot see, as, you know, universal consciousness, then all we have to do is just come back to who we are, come back to our essence, that energy within us, and we are immediately, instantly, and innately connected. And that, in essence, is how you connect to spirit, how you nurture that connection. Right? It's trusting that we are supported by the universe, learning to trust that we are supported by what's already around us, that we don't have to fight constantly, that we don't have to be separate, that we don't have to hold ourselves against each other. If we are connected to each other, we are connected within ourselves, we are connected to the universe, and we are connected to the stars, right? Like we said, we are made of the same stuff. That also means that everything is working in tandem, right? We're all connected. So it's all working for each other. We're all working. Let's say you want to say like in a large group together, we're all working together. And if we're all working in tandem together, everything is working for you. We're all on the same side. And the energy of the universe is working with you. We're not separate from it. And here's the thing, like I feel that we live in a society that pits us against each other, (laughs) pits us against nature, pits us against our environment. It's like man-made versus environment, man-made versus nature. We, you know, we're, we're pitted against different species. We, you know, we pit ourselves against human beings of other cultures, of other ethnicities, colors, genders, preferences, And unfortunately, I also think that even religion, which, as we say, stems from spiritual belief, also has contributed to that divisiveness too, divisiveness too, (laughs) in history, across history, centuries of it, of divisiveness and hate and, and disconnection across yeah, across countries, across cultures, across people. And I think that's, it's, it's, it's ironic. And I think it's completely contradictory. And that's why I really want to, I really do want to make that differentiation between, between spirituality as I see it as a way of connection in contrast with some of the some of the, I don't know, some of the aspects of 
institutionalized religion that I think has become misconstrued over time. And I know that is a controversial thing to say. But again, that's not to bash anything, anyone or any religion. But this is, you know, just how I see it. Right? Spirituality is about connection. It's not about divisiveness. It's not about disconnection. And yeah, that's been my whole journey really with it personally is that coming into my own spirituality and and really awakening to this world, to this consciousness has made me feel so much more connected not only to myself and not only to nature and you know the spirits and source and all of that but it's also allowed me to feel so much more connected to people in a very very deep way in a very very deep way and it's made me feel a lot more peace and compassion and understanding and love for people You know, so when we awaken, when we start to awaken, quote unquote awaken, <laughs> um, when we start to come into spirituality, however that looks like for you, right? Whether that's a very sudden jolt or whether it's like a, a slow exploration. When we start coming into our understanding of universal consciousness and, you know, the intelligence beyond us, source, God, whatever you want to call it. That connection will, will look different for everyone and will happen differently for everyone, right? And when you, you know, embark or, or continue on your journey of connecting more deeply with spirit, find your own way with it, right? Find your own way with it. Spirituality will look different for everyone, And, you know, here I'll also say, like, I know people who do not see themselves as spiritual, but who, to a degree, I personally believe, and I I know them, and I feel that they are actually pretty intuitive and pretty connected just intrinsically by nature, right? And I can, I can tell that, I mean, of course, everyone, you know, everyone has their own say as to to what they are and what they believe but from my perspective you know a few people that I know I can tell that they are actually a lot more tapped in and that they have spiritual practices that they just don't aren't ready or don't like to call spiritual or or they don't know yet are actually by essence spiritual and I also know people who claim to be very spiritual. And of course, again, like you can call yourself whatever you want. <laughs> but I know people who believe themselves or claim to be very spiritual. But I also notice that they speak from a place of divisiveness and huge ego. Right. And so, you know, the label of spiritual or not spiritual. It doesn't really mean much <laughs> at the end of the day, right? It doesn't mean much. And so that's just something else I wanted to add in. So, you know, use that. Use that term. Use spirituality, spiritual connection, nurturing it, 
all these terms like you know consciousness yeah higher intelligence god source all of that stuff divine you know you know take what resonates and leave what doesn't it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks it doesn't matter what other people have labeled or what other people follow or believe right what matters is is how you connect and how you nurture that if that is something that you are being called to just hopping in here to remind you guys that the creative body which is my brand new live masterclass, is going to be happening next week we are going to be talking about how healing your nervous system is the key to living your fullest creative life so if you are someone who knows you have a jacked up wired up nervous system you are stressed you are anxious you are unable to really express yourself you are feeling creatively blocked you find it really hard to express yourself from a place of proper full embodiment or you are just wanting to really discover what your fullest creative life can look like and how you can optimize that this is going to be the masterclass for you to join you are going to be learning about your own unique creative body and what your unique creative life looks like. And you're going to be learning about the major effects of nervous system health on your creative capacity. They are intrinsically linked, by the way. And you are going to be learning my detailed three-step framework to healing all of this, your nervous system, so that you can expand into creative living. We're going to be working through two somatic art-based healing exercises together, which you can then take home and integrate into your daily routine immediately. And that is going to really, really help integrate all of this nervous system work into your life. And the replay will of course be provided to those of you who can't make the call live. The call is going to be live on the 30th of May at 9 p.m. EST, or if you are in Hong Kong or a different time zone like me, it is going to be at 9 a.m. Hong Kong time on the 31st of May. So please check your time zones with this, but of course know that if you can't come to it live, like I said, there will be lifetime access to the replay, no worries. I am so excited to create the space for you guys. It's going to be really beautiful and really healing. We are going to be looking at the nervous system in a completely different way. And I have not seen any material out there from another coach or anything like that, like this. It is very, very unique from my own experience as a art therapist, as a healer, as a coach. I'm very excited. So all the info to sign up will be in the show notes below. It is $25 a ticket, which is so accessible. And I really want to get this information out there for more of you guys to, to just have. It's so important. So I hope to see you at the masterclass. And with that, let's go back to the episode. Okay, so now let's get into how how to nurture like the different things that i i believe are going to be really helpful if you know nurturing your spiritual connection is something that you are yeah hoping to foster all right first thing silence the noise and i mean that by external noise but also internal noise so let's start with external first okay Silence the noise around you. Silence the noise of the noise pollution if you live in a big city, right? Get out and spend time in your own space, even if you don't live in a big city, even if you live, let's say, let's say you have kids, let's say you have 
a lot of people to take care of in your space. Let's say that you work from nine to nine and you were very busy and you were constantly being attached and surrounded by people. Lots of energy is attached to you. Lots of responsibilities. Lots of noise. It's really important that you somehow, somehow find the time to be in silence for yourself, to be unattached to what is outside of you. Time where you're not absorbing anything. And it doesn't need to be like a lot of time. I know I mentioned in the beginning, like, like you know, spend ample amounts of time, but it doesn't need to be like a ton of time. But just make sure that you're taking time for yourself where you are not, yeah, where you are not absorbing from stuff. <laughs> Take time in your own energy. Because like the thoughts that come through when you are detached from the noise and the narratives of people and things and all this stuff around us all the time, those are thoughts that come from the soul, that come from purely you. It comes from that non-material, non-attached essence within you that is, as we said, innately, intrinsically connected to spirit. And then internally, right, and it kind of goes off of it kind of goes off of the external, but internal, silence the noise that is happening internally too. Your racing thoughts, your that your negative inner critic that goes on and on in your mind. All right, find ways to learn to silence those voices. And the best way for that. The best method, I would say, is, is practicing mindfulness and meditation, honestly. And, you know, mindfulness and meditation doesn't always have to look like traditional meditation. It doesn't have to look like, you know, getting really zen and just completely being in silence. And, and I, I know, that, I know that, can be a, that can feel intimidating for a lot of people. But practice internal silence by... Even just mindfully engaging with your environment, listening to, you know, if you find that silent meditation is hard, listen to some binaural beats, listen to some meditation music, right? Listen to some meditative chanting even, and just let yourself drop into a state of silence. So when I say silence, it's not just about silence versus noise in the sense of like decibels like the things that you hear but it's also that feeling of silence within how do you get to that feeling of silence because you know technically it is possible it is possible to be out in noise but to know how to detach and feel a sense of silence and peace inside it's possible but for most of us that's really hard (laughs) right it takes a lot of training to get to that point and so find different ways to meditate and get mindful for yourself and, and train yourself to drop into those alpha and theta states. Those are brainwave states where you are relaxed and almost in like a, a sleep dreamlike state. And when you're in that state, that is where, that is where higher consciousness connects with you, quite frankly. Um, that I would say personally is the main way, the main way I connect very intentionally with spirit 
in my spirituality is, is, is meditating. And I meditate sometimes with binaural beats, sometimes just in pure silence. And when I drop into that theta state, I drop into a completely different dimension and a completely, it's, it's, you drop into a space within you that where there is no time, no space, no location, and it's just pure, it's like a void of, it's a void of peace. And it's also, it's also a space of complete and total connection to your inner wisdom and inner guidance, which is actually very much connected to spirit. <laughs> which is actually, you know, your inner guidance, your inner voice, your inner wisdom from that place, your soul's voice is the voice of higher consciousness. So that's how I usually intentionally practice. But yeah, find your own way with it. So another thing is just to to just connect. Just connect with spirit, right? If you are already a little tapped in, right? You have a level of belief and you know what spirit guides are, let's say, and you, yeah, you have some sense of what um, like connecting with spirit feels like. I want to encourage you to just connect, right? Like chat with your spirit guides, but just saying, hi, how are you? Like closing your eyes, getting into meditation or not even just with your morning coffee. Just like, hey, any messages for me today? And that feeling or that sensation when you open yourself up to listening and yeah, intuiting, that's your connection to spirit, right? Play with it. Have fun with it. It doesn't need to be so serious. Like play with oracle decks. That's a great way to connect with spirit. Play with tarot if that calls to you. I don't play with tarot, but if that calls for you, do that, right? Explore by just connecting very simply, no pressure. The next thing is I want you to really just take some time and reflect on what are the things that make you feel deeply supported within And I mean like deeply supported within. What makes you feel at home in your body? What makes you feel at home at your essence, in your essence? And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like that superficial feeling or that like, I'll not explain it, that superficial feeling of, of, a feeling like you have people around you or feeling like you have things around you and you're having like a fun time. I mean, if, yeah, like I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the feeling of deep support where you feel held just within yourself. What makes you feel that way? Everyone has a way of, 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 of feeling that, multiple ways of feeling that. Some, some of us have, have kind of abandoned those, those ways for a long time so far that we have forgotten what those things are but if that's the case then find those things again right explore is it travel is it solo travel is it the open sky is it being in the ocean is it being in the jungle 
Is it listening to music, a specific type of music? Is it making music? Is it singing? Is it reading? Is it making art? Is it dancing? Is it being in bed, cuddled up? Is it having a warm cup of tea? Is it gardening? It can be anything, small, big, it doesn't matter. But like that feeling of being at home, genuinely, in your like, you can feel it like in your body. You can't see me right now, but like I'm holding my like solar plexus kind of right below your heart space, like that, that core in your torso, like that feeling of like, oh, you feel safe. That's your connection to spirit. And when you're in that feeling, that is your soul being fed. That is your soul being heard. And that is, that is pleasure that you were experiencing from a soul place. And that allows you to connect with spirit in a really, really beautiful way. And so you do more of that. Do more of that. You follow that feeling. And you nurture your spiritual connection. It's so simple. Another thing is to... Go out into nature. Nature is our closest, I would say the closest and most physical, um, tangible way that we can connect with the non-tangible, the (laughs) non-matter, right? Like nature as in the skies, yeah, like look up at the skies, the stars at night. Also like touching, you know, like a huge tree, a tree full of wisdom, like touching its trunk lying in grass, right, playing in a pond, get out and feel it, feel nature, feel the abundance, notice the abundance, notice the beauty, notice how rich and how supportive that feels. Because essentially what spirit gives us and what spirituality allows us is a feeling of support, connecting to your spirituality your to connecting to spirit is connecting to a, a sense of universal support that is all around us so go out and feel that support which is abundant all around us in every blade of grass in every leaf on a tree every drop of water every like a sing song of a bird outside it's all there so do that <laughs> and that's going to that's going to open you up and speaking of opening up open your mind don't force it so you know the question that was given to me for this podcast episode was how to cultivate spiritual faith. And to that, um, you know, to that individual member who, who posed this question to me and to anyone else who kind of sees it as something that you have to cultivate, 
it's important that you that you st- that you see the word cultivate as something that isn't rigid right like you can't spirituality is not something that you can try to achieve and i think the word cultivate i mean i think the word cultivate is a beautiful word but i think it can give off a sense of like training or like having to um almost like yeah like training to learn it feels quite rigid and that's kind of it's the opposite of the intention here there's no point in trying to achieve spiritual faith or spiritual connection or a spiritual awakening because like that in itself already means that your ego is trying to get something from it in return right you're trying to get understanding to get a sense of safety by achieving or cultivating spiritual faith in order to feel safe because we don't feel safe in ourselves and you know while the intention there is beautiful that is actually the trap of the mind right there and it blocks us from actually trusting and genuinely listening and connecting to what's already there because your mind is working on default it's working to achieve but when you are in that mindset when you are in that consciousness that specific kind of consciousness you can't be in that consciousness and also be in the consciousness of of genuinely connecting with what's within you can't be in soul consciousness at the same time because being in being in soul consciousness and being connected with spirit soul is about vulnerability it's about pure trust it's about pure surrender to everything around us and everything within us and just trusting and knowing that it's all working in our favor that we're all working together and that we're all connected and so i want you you know if this is something that you know is resonating for you is landing for you try to flip it around see it as nurturing as the title says right you're nurturing a connection you're nurturing a connection by spending more time by dialoguing more by by being with it more engaging with it more it's just that simple there's nothing to train because it's already within you there's nothing to learn it's just about coming back to the things that already exist in you and around you the last thing i'll say about nurturing a spiritual connection is sometimes it just can't exactly be how do i phrase it it can't exactly just be like nurtured in the way that you would think oh it's 11:11 on the clock as i record this beautiful <laughs> a lot of people come into their spiritual awakening and their spiritual understanding awareness as an effect of what people call the dark night of the soul usually it's just a period where you you know things kind of crumble in your life and you drop so low 
so low, so in despair and so so lost that you start to question everything. You start to question everything. You the, the structures that and the stories and the systems that that all used to make sense seem to no longer make sense anymore. Seem to no longer make sense anymore. Right? And you start to question those systems, of course. And it is through that questioning that a lot of people start to see the light, quote unquote, to say. Right? Because it is in the depths of the dark. Only in the depths of the dark do we do we learn to have the capacity for the brightest of light. So if you're going through a time where you're feeling, you know, deeply lost and you feel like everything is crumbling around you and you feel like you are just, you are just lost. You're in despair and you just, you are thinking like, how am I going to get out of this? Like I, like, like, like what, like, who am I? What is my identity? What am I here to do? What is my purpose? If you are going through a period like this before, like right now, know that it is a very normal, and I would say like quite a common part of coming into a new level of consciousness. And it's all happening for a reason. And if you can trust that it is all a part of the process, I can promise you that you will come out you will come out with a completely open and changed and brave and, and, and different perspective. You will rise. You will rise and it will feel that feeling of connection. You know, I'm speaking from my own experience here, <laughs> which is why you might, you might be able to tell I'm getting a bit like tongue-tied. I experienced a... I would say like, I want to say two, but it was, it was really just like one major one that trick, I would say, mm, eh, not important. Basically, I, I did experience a, a dark night of the soul and it was exactly that. It, I dropped so low, so low, it destroyed my conceptions of who I thought I was, what I was here to do. It destroyed the stories that my ego had been telling me for years and years and years. It, it destroyed my, I wouldn't say destroyed, but it made me question the beliefs that I had held for, you know, from childhood to adulthood, the beliefs that my parents had ingrained in me. It, it made me question everything. But in my exploration and my willingness to lean into lean into what was there for me to learn and what was there actually for me to open up to i completely opened up to a whole new world of understanding who i am 
what I'm here to do, how we're all connected. And it's given me an unshakable and unwavering trust in myself and in the fact that I can hold it all. Just as the universe is holding it all, I can hold it all too. And that's a part of being human. That's a part of our journey and our, you know, our, our, our learning here to be in this lifetime, to be human here, that your soul made a choice to come down here. And I mean, this is a, I can go on a whole spiritual thing here, but <laughs> an even deeper spiritual thing here. But it's all a part of the process, right? So my point here is that I see you. If this is you and you're going through a time right now where it feels dark, you know, lean into it and learn from it. Not from a forceful way, but be open to the lessons and the wisdom that is there and lean into what I say when I tell you that in the depths of darkness, holding that depth, being able to hold that depth of darkness is how you're able to hold the brightest of light. And you will be able to do that. Okay. All right. So that was, that was the beautiful episode on how you can nurture your spiritual connection. I hope this was so fruitful for you. And I hope that wherever you are in your journey, whether you know you believe, quote unquote, in this stuff or not, or if you are, you know, really, really deep in your own journey right now, um, I hope that you've got something out of this. And I want you to know that you are so supported. <laughs> you are so supported. And I am here to support you because we are all connected. And yeah, that's really all I have to say. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, I hope it, yeah, activates some of you in some way, you know, take some time to reflect and journal on, on what was said and what, you know, may have emerged for you. Cause I know this is a big topic. I know it's an activating topic. It can be even triggering So spend time just reflecting on that. And yeah, I would love to know how this lands for you. Always feel free to DM me or email me um, your thoughts, your ponderings about any podcast episode that I ever put out. Um, I love to know what resonates and what doesn't. And uh, of course, please rate this podcast if you've been loving it. Five stars. It really helps me get awareness around my channel. Um, please follow if you're not already following and share, share with your friends, share with your family, share with anyone you feel like needs this episode or needs any other episode that I've put out. So yeah, I will see you in next week's episode. Thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful. Bye guys.